0: If you are not already a part of 10X People Skills, the Facebook group, what are you doing? You should absolutely join. It is totally free. And we talk about your people problems whether you have a team or you don't have a team and you're looking to bring new team members on we address everything from communication tips to how to fire somebody or how to create cultural touch points it's a great place for you to be able to get some one-on-one interaction and ask me direct questions about the people problems that you are currently facing in your role go to cardonventures.com forward slash skills to register Welcome back to Work Women. I am excited because today is the day that Buckwise gets to join the Work Woman podcast. I finally made it. You finally made it. I thought that you were the first male to be on the Work Woman podcast, yes. but Dean beat you by like a couple months. Oh, uh, If sorry. there's
1: anyone that's going to beat me, I'm glad it's Dean.
0: I wish it would have been Grant, to be honest. But like Grant or Brandon. But I did so many podcasts with Brandon.
1: Did you do a podcast with Grant?
0: I haven't. Every single time I see him, he's like, let's do a podcast. Yeah. But that was with the age gap one. And I was like, I, what am I going to talk to you about? Yeah, yeah, age yeah. Gap you definitely Elena? need
1: to. I mean, you're at his house when we're in my Emmy all the time. So now is the time to do it.
0: You're right. But yeah. today is the day yes. that we are doing it with the one and only Buck. Guys, as I was explaining to Buck right before this show started, yeah. um, Buck has this very interesting career path that has led <laughs> to his expertise in yes. the particular skill that we're actually doing right now.
1: It's eclectic for sure. Uh,
0: that's That is for sure. So Buck is the chief marketing officer at Cardo Ventures, for those of you who don't know. I'm not sure how you wouldn't know that. But in case you don't, he is a CMO. Yes. And tell us a little bit, like briefly, because it is colorful. Okay. Like career path in 45 seconds. I
1: can do it in 30. How about that?
0: Oh, okay. Timer?
1: Go. Uh, so let's see, traditional broadcast television and radio, I was on the talent side. Don't call me a DJ, that's who goes to a wedding and plays music. Oh. I was an on-air personality. Okay. Creating communities and engaging people through live calls, talking about pop culture.
0: Got the smooth voice. Do you guys hear the smooth voice? <laughs> like this is like the show. Hey,
1: hey everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, so, so I did that for like 15, 20 years. I really don't know. I'm bad with dates. You should know this by now. Yes, I do know this. I don't know. All time. thing,
0: all things numbers. <laughs> I started when I was
1: 17. I do know that. So
0: it's been like 45 years.
1: I mean, I didn't do it the entire, my entire life, but. No, I was
0: calling you older than you are. But... Oh
1: yeah. I'm not 45 yet. No, I you, see, you'd be like 60 I'm so bad with numbers. I thought I was 45. I was Yikes. like, literally I'm 45. Yikes.
0: Okay. Uh, 17 I'm plus 45 would be a long time. Okay, yeah. I'd
1: be very I'd be very old. We're so old. So, anyway, I did traditional broadcast television radio and then from there realized there was an opportunity in digital. So I started my own agency from there. I wanted to raise my lid, my belief, my ability to learn and do something bigger in my life. So I went and worked with Fortune 500 companies on the agency side. So I worked with Nike, Starbucks, Google, adidas nestle you're drinking your starbucks you know what i realized by the way the other day as the chief marketing officer of cardone ventures we need I'm a looking, sponsorship i'm looking at create creative assets all day mm-hmm. i can't find a picture of you without a starbucks in your hand <laughs> like i realized you and brandon were doing some uh teaching at one of our 10x 360s in miami you both are holding starbucks cups in all the photos
0: we should probably get our own Cardo Ventures cups maybe yeah or do We already have some 10X is, is coffee Starbucks.
1: cups. We have 10X coffee cups.
0: Yeah, but, maybe we should put it in there.
1: But yeah, I mean, you know, you like your Starbucks. Yes, we do. So yeah, I worked at... Card Pum- Adventures
0: is powered by Starbucks. That's that, what I like to say. That
1: is true. We should get a sponsorship
0: right. on can you Can you work on that?
1: Yes, that's my next big agenda Perfect. is a sponsorship for now. Net that's Netflix. all I wanted to hear. <laughs> I actually... we So I created Starbucks' first influencer campaign.
0: Tell us what an influencer campaign is.
1: Uh, influencers are, you know, they can be micro or macro influencers, people who have large followings. On Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, any one of those social platforms. Does
0: LinkedIn count? Sure. There's LinkedIn influencers.
1: Entrepreneurial influencers. YouTube, 100%. I I think you said YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The easiest way to think of influence is they used to call them endorsements. Michael Jordan had an endorsement, right? And they'd been around for years and years. Hollywood actors would do endorsements. Hi, the reason you should use this product is because I'm a celebrity. So what happened was when social media launched and digital became more popular, it allowed anyone in the world to build their own audience without having to be a Hollywood actor or actress. Mm -hmm. And so this whole buzzword emerged called influencer, where it's like, wait a minute, we've been doing this. Like as a radio person, people would pay me you know a couple hundred bucks to mention their name on the air. I was an influencer, but they called it an endorsement. So
0: Can I give you a fun fact that I yes. don't think I've ever told you before? Yes. Did you know, yes. Natalie trivia, that my uncle was responsible for putting Ray-Bans in is it Men in Black?
1: Oh, that's like the, the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he, men in black. I guess
0: he did the deal. Like that's the only thing that wow. or the only connection that I have to. What
1: was his what's what was his role?
0: He worked at Disney. He was the. Oh, I think you had mentioned this to me once. Sorry, Mark, if you're listening to this and I don't remember your exact title. <laughs> he was an executive at Disney. But he
1: brokered that deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you that is a, a, that space, the influencer space, is uh, fascinating. And I You could have so get many you. insights. I could get you a Starbucks maybe that is a goal of mine. Oh. I could get you a Starbucks influencer. I bet
0: you could. Do I really need that? No. Is that gonna make me real money? No. Let's no. talk about real wealth. Yeah. Well let's make let's let's like slow it down here for a second. Let's so do it. Yep. the influencer space. Yep. When you look at your role as chief marketing officer for Cardone Ventures, and also, it's not just that you work with Cardone Ventures, like corporate, you're pretty involved with some of the strategies that our bigger clients are putting into place for their marketing.
1: 100%.
0: When you think of influencer strategies, is that something that you are pushing traditional businesses, digital businesses, or is it something that people should be playing with right now?
1: It's such a good question, and I'm actually excited that you brought it up because I just yesterday... I laid out an entire influencer strategy for one of our clients. Oh. You know them as Fluzzle Tube? Oh, yeah. They are looking for new ways to reach new audiences. Okay. They are a younger demographic, mm-hmm. right? Because a Fluzzle Tube, if you don't know, is a fun interlocking inner tube that you can take on rivers and float down rivers with.
0: And why do you want it to be interlocking?
1: Uh, because then you don't have to hang on to each other's feet and hands feets? and feets, feet, 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 multiple feet, no, just feet, multiple people. Feet, but that's still, you know, just if you have like 10 feet. Plural friends, feet
0: is still feet. Is it? It really is
1: octopi feats. Oh boy! Okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
1: the whole he idea. Also, is Also, it is not. Interlock. He's
0: not in charge of the numbers here. He's also not in charge of the grammar. No. But
1: I have amazing talents.
0: Y- just not in those two areas.
1: Grammar may not be one of them. I don't
0: know. You know, counting beans. You make up it for it in other areas. I try
1: my best. I listen. I'm a commodity in some way, shape, or form here. Aren't we all? But yeah, so these guys—they're going to create an influencer strategy, and it's going to be fantastic. Southern states. You know, because just because winter and fall is hitting in other areas of the country, there's still sun and there's still. You know, a lot of people online having adventures down in the south, and so we're going to be creating some influencer strategies.
0: Adventures now. down in the south. Did you yes. guys just hear that's like he's already like starting the pitch for Fluzzle Tube. Like that's I'm it. sure. Did you put adventures down in the south as it's part one of, of like the copy? hashtags
1: <laughs> that we were maybe considering? We were of looking course. for adventurous <laughs> hashtags that we
0: could follow. Adventures down in the south. Yes. Well, guys, if you are looking for adventures down in the south. Uh, Am I going to plug FuzzleTube right yeah, now? Yeah, why not?
1: I mean, they're fantastic clients. They really are amazing clients.
0: Them. They joined us at our GrowthCon last year. Yep. And they did a 10X pitch program yeah. at that GrowthCon event. They pitched
1: their their platform and what they do, and they were looking for investment dollars. and. You know they've they've turned they've turned their business around even during COVID they sold out of inventory which is a fantastic story isn't
0: their story like they did twenty thousand in total revenue last year and this year year to date we're in September yeah it's like
1: three four hundred k it's
0: amazing yeah and so we started working with them back in. February was GrowthCon. I know right now we have a pitch program that they actually have taken a lot of guidance and advice from. They
1: have. Yeah, they worked with Brandon directly to pitch QVC. Who's Brandon? Uh, Brandon Dawson, your fiancé, my CEO –
0: My CEO too.
1: Your CEO as well. (laughs) You're double CEO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we all know Natalie is the real CEO at home. Let's be
0: honest. Well, we all have our different roles at different moments. Brandon's (laughs) an amazing CEO. Brandon does like his role very well. Yes, just like you do yours really well.
1: He has taught me so much. A career that is littered with big brands and big network broadcast agencies. I've had teams of. You know, 20, 30 people that I've managed in my life. I mean, he has a whole different outlook and aspect of business and life. And it is really just in the last year and two, three months that we've known each other and that I've worked with you guys, it has been very transformational for me.
0: It's wonderful. So, love that. Uh,
1: th- this is brought to you by uh, Brandon Dawson. The foundation CEO of foundation. Cart- <laughs> yeah. Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> like Brandon full sponsorship. is
0: sponsoring this episode <laughs> yeah, of exactly. the Work Woman Podcast. It is not a. It is a write off, actually.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, no, but Brandon's pretty great Yeah, he's awesome. Buck gets to see the extra great sides of him. He also gets to see the sides that, you know, are a little bit challenging to deal with. Yeah, but nobody's
1: perfect though. But you know what I love more than anything is the way that we all met.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, can you tell a story?
1: Yeah, sure. I was uh, managing an agency out of New York, a really big agency called Wonderman Thompson. At the same time I was doing a syndicated radio show out of my house. And the way I did that was by interviewing influential people within the region, which happened to be Natalie Workman. My producer's job was to find really cool, interesting people. And she wrote out a list of like, look at all these local people on Instagram doing cool things. And I think she found you through something you guys were doing at GrowthCon or you know, there was a so hashtag. Funny. And then she was like, These guys are here and like Vancouver. first of all that
0: they found me instead of Brandon. Brandon. Like not well, to, he like, had
1: just started his Instagram account.
0: Yeah, he was very new to it. Yeah. The idea, I mean, I was full blown age gap content at yeah. that time. So like the definition of cool and interesting is like this shit's Fucking weird.
1: Well, that's part of the story is you were doing age gap realness. Mm -hmm. You were talking about, you know, all of the stereotypes and misnomers around dating someone older than you. And they were like, my producer was like, this would be great. You have to interview them. They're local. They're in Vancouver. Their age gap's crazy. This guy It was like your standard story. It's like this rich guy and this young woman and like, what is she after? All the things that you hear, you know? 100%. And so I'm expecting just that. And you guys come in and two things happen. One, I realized you're like one of the smartest women I've ever met in my oh, entire well, life. Thank you. No, true story. And and two, so one, you just blow through the stereotype in the first five minutes that you that you talk and that you meet you. Secondly I'm pretty sure the interview went from like age gap to business.
0: Yes. And that's
1: where Brandon and I were like, we should stay in touch. And he's like, I'm building something really cool called Cardone Ventures.
0: So Cardone so. Ventures was formed legally like a month before that. Before it that was interview. just like in the no inception employees. phases. Yeah, there were no team members. No. And I remember like my side of meeting Buck was oh, yeah. when Brandon and I agreed to do this interview. He's like, why are we doing this and blah, blah, blah. And we got in this... For us, it, it, it was like an argument. It wasn't like a fight, but he was doing something petty. And I will never forget, he like pulled the camera out. I was so pissed off at him. He like pulled the camera <laughs> out remember, yeah. and recorded me being mad at him. And then yeah. it turned into a laugh, which like that's how all arguments with us end. Yes. But we walked into that interview like coming in hot. We were late. We had just had this like squabble. You were
1: hot. You were hot. I remember thinking this interview is going to go really good, yeah. or really bad. <laughs> either Luckily, way we're professionals. It was interesting. No, the interview was great. Uh, we should dig it up at some point and play it. Yeah uh, yeah. But but uh you know what I learned now is working with you guys every day is that that was just a typical day. Yeah. <laughs> there it was, was like, not that much different. Like a normal
0: Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Now I think it was he told you to meet him at a Starbucks. Oh yeah. And then you like weren't there or It
0: was something? a difference he said Starbucks, different Starbucks and it was the wrong Starbucks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, That's right. It was a whole it was a whole thing. But lucky for us, so that is one thing that Brandon is pretty um remarkable at. I told Buck this, this is I think was news to you up till yeah. the other day that you know, we just started this business, but I was not oh, ready yeah. for like
1: People to join. A
0: CMO-type position to join. Like, yeah. you have a significant amount of experience. You're a heavy-hitting executive. Yeah. We had just formed this thing. And so Brandon starts, like, continuing to have conversations with Buck. He and was so
1: pumped up, though.
0: I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? Why are you still talking to the radio guy? Because I didn't see Buck for right. all of the other experience at the time. And then Brandon was telling me about it. Yeah, because so. you
1: met me in a studio, which was, like, one of six jobs that I had. And your
0: name was Buck. You had a Buckhead show. Like, it seemed... It just I didn't You
1: remembered me from when I actually did radio radio.
0: Correct. Right. Correct. Right. And it was at a one oh five one, which is like I mean Adult it's pop. Adult pop. It's not like hip hop. It's not no. like anyway.
1: It's soft pop.
0: It's a little it's a little bit softer. So anyway, I had all these preconceived issues with yeah. this conversation. Yeah. And Bryn's one day is like, Bucks our new CMO. And I didn't I didn't push back. I didn't. But I yeah. was like,
1: OK, like, let's see how this. I will say, though, knowing you now, that is generally your disposition, which is why you both work so well together. Yeah. He is the aggressive big vision. Uh, he is a risk management nightmare. He yeah. is just full fledged. I, like I think you and I in a lot of ways balance him that way. Mm-hmm. Like we he comes up with the big movement and then we try to like detail it out. Yes. And so, you know, that's that's why you guys work so perfectly cuz well, you're I, cautious mm-hmm. and you take your time and you like to have everything buttoned up and yes. he's just like let's just do this.
0: I'm like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to do it first. Yes. But like I would agree with that. We're we're good in from a balanced standpoint. Yeah. So going through Buck's work with Cardone Ventures, one of the things that I would just love to to give a little tease to sure. the Workwoman crew with is yeah. the idea of a brand house. Because around the same time that you joined with us a year ago, yep. this concept that I had never heard of became a pillar of one of our events. It's a, called a 10X360 event, for those y- of you yeah, who don't sure. know. sure. Uh, and so Buck goes deep into the brand house, but then works with our platform review clients, uh, our team does, in order to really develop that. So yeah. without like going into the full thing, because I know it's a lot. It's a
1: detailed thing, yeah.
0: Why should somebody even think that a brand house is something they should spend their time on?
1: The easiest answer I can give you is most companies, owners, individual brands look at marketing as a smoke and mirror Can't really figure out, put my finger on it, don't know the money that I'm going to invest. What's the ROI? Like it's just this, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. So many owners are just throwing things against the wall, hoping they stick. Mm -hmm. And so I like to start with strategic tools Mm -hmm. so that you can actually track, which is I know you love this. You can track data. What? You can have KPIs. (gasps) You can, these are all words that Natalie loves. Oh, I love these words. So, I I try, what I try to do is bring strategic tools like a brand house Mm -hmm. so that not just the owners of an organization, but everyone in that organization is all moving in the right direction using the same language, understanding the same purpose, the Mm -hmm. reasons they're different from their competitors. It's really just document and process. Love that, but it's a beautiful visual way to describe it, and it's called a brand house. At the top of the brand house is the purpose, the why you exist, and it
0: has like a little like top of a house. It's like a, literally like
1: a roof. Yes, a you roof? can Google, by the way. Uh-huh. Anyone right now can Google brand house.
0: Yeah, but and you will
1: get five hundred variations of brand houses. Yeah, the key is just have one. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it doesn't have to be the one we use, or it's just like just build a brand house so that you have. I mean, this is cheesy, but it's like the foundation for your brand.
0: But people want to skip that step. They just like want to go into Right to a Facebook ad. Which is so interesting because, you know, the single, the entrepreneur or the solopreneur who's just out there on their own, they think that because they're putting in the work that that they're the highly competent one in the building because they're the one that's starting the business. Totally. But for it to actually expand and grow beyond them, somebody else has to actually physically see what the foundation is in right. order to move it forward. But but there's not enough time in the entrepreneur's mind. And I, I did air quotes for those of you who are listening. <laughs> Nobody has enough time. No one, there aren't enough hours in the day yeah. to put that on paper. But that is the thing that anybody touching your business's marketing campaigns yes. or marketing strategies or social strategies should be looking at. A
1: hundred percent. It's it's really interesting when I ask business owners, like, what is your marketing strategy? And I say, show me. I like to say, show. I say, do you have one? Yes.
0: Everyone raises their hand. I have one. Oh, yeah. Me, I have a marketing strategy. Okay. Sure.
1: Okay, show it to me. Well, I, I mean, uh, we're doing Facebook da, ads da, 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 and we're, do, you know, and it's da, like they, they, <laughs> they like, to your point, these owners, they have what they think is a strategy in their head when really it's just a bunch of tactics mm-hmm. all grouped together and then they get to the end and they go that didn't work that thing's crap this technology is you know is is fly by night it's never going to last mm-hmm. it's you know and they can't figure out why their marketing efforts never work and it's mm-hmm. because they don't, they don't set up the foundation to track it successfully
0: so Buck does this with marketing, what I do with people, in that when a new client or any somebody that we've worked with for a while comes yeah. and says, Oh, I can't find any good people. It's not like there's a silver bullet where I'm like, Oh, well, in order to find good people just use store. Yeah, this yeah. is the step you take. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Well, okay, so let me look at your it's posting. So let me understand your website. What are you doing inside your culture? What are the reviews? Yes. It's just it's so, it's something that so needs to be unpacked, yeah. but everybody just wants that, that quick fix. And I think yes. you feel more pressure with this than I do. Way
1: more pressure. Everybody
0: looks at marketing as a thing that's not working. Yeah. They don't normally realize that people, their people situation is as broken as it is. But yeah. how does it feel when someone's constantly putting on the spot of like, does YouTube's new algorithm- Oh, it's the worst.
1: I, it just, but it tells you so much, right? Quality mm-hmm. of your questions determine the quality of your answers.
0: Wait, say it one more time. The,
1: the quality- of your question uh-huh. determines the quality of the answer. Love it. That's a Brandon Dawson special.
0: I think it's the quality of your results, but it's, results it and enough. answer. It was, it was same good. thing. It was good.
1: <laughs> well, to that point, either way, when they ask that question, when they go, "How do I fix my YouTube? How do I my Facebook doesn't convert my
0: YouTube? My YouTube?
1: You know, it's always just one thing they think is the silver bullet. Yes. And I just know when they ask that, they have no foundation whatsoever. Mm. They're asking the wrong questions. Mm. I always say, "Who's your consumer? uh they like to you know let's take a bakery they like to eat cake right okay wow that's really broad that's me (laughs) that's really broad right that's you that's me that's my mom that's different people right
0: your kids but it's like
1: of course it's my kids every day they like to eat cake but Allie, you know yeah Allie. as long as it's chocolate you know Mm. she'll eat anything chocolate
0: allie let's eat some chocolate cake sometime
1: for sure she you don't have to ask her twice
0: but i want vanilla Anyway, okay. back to the bakery. <laughs> okay. I got, I got, I got down a rabbit hole. Right, we're going there.
1: deep. I picked the wrong business, <laughs> but but you know the key is you would talk to Ali. To your point, let's use your example. I'm selling chocolate cakes, or I'm selling vanilla cake. If I'm doing ads for chocolate cakes, you're not interested. Mm-hmm. But Ali is. Mm-hmm. So Ali's a chocolate cake consumer. Mm-hmm. You're a vanilla cake consumer. Mm-hmm. The way that I get either one of you to convert. The either way that I get to build a relationship with you, a trusting relationship, is by understanding exactly who you are, by going deep on how much cake do you like to eat? Like, would you know this Tons. about me? I freaking hate cream cheese frosting. Ooh. Like, I hate, it's disgusting. Carrot cakes are gross me. I'm
0: with you. Right? We are together so, on that. So,
1: so, so like- the more you know about me, like I d- have a disgust, right? Like the more you can filter your audience and understand who they are. And
0: not use the things that they're disgusted yes, by. Yes, <laughs> yes. But think
1: about that. Your business right now, if you're thinking of your business, what are those things in your business that people really gravitate to and what are those things that they're disgusted by? Mm. And how can you segment your audience That's part of the brand house and the strategic tools and building? And meanwhile, all you keep asking
0: me is how to build a better YouTube channel. I know, it's not funny. I can't answer that question until we go back to the beginning. Yeah, it's like so many things are broken. I like that. It's a good indicator of how broken the question asking process is. Maybe yes. not the thinker. Like most people are never taught how to think that way. So right. they, they've been told... We live in a world that maybe it's been too marketed to. Yes, well, that they like think that this one thing is the end all be all, and yes. when that thing doesn't work, then it has to be the thing instead of totally. all of the other things that they were never taught.
1: Plus, well, there's just too many gurus out there giving bad advice. Yeah, you know that
0: had like one thing work in one type of business. Yes, but it does not work for all types of business, and right. it might not just be one thing. It's the 20 other things that they didn't tell you that they did that were actually no doubt. successful as 100%. well. 100. I love the honest people out there. Um, okay. For our last topic, this I was is it. Like, we're
1: coming to an end. Well,
0: what time is it? Yeah, we, we
1: just got comfortable. Uh, let's see. We let me look at the timer. We a... we set a timer so, two minutes.
0: We're, oh, see, I told you <laughs> we're right on it's time. Like, I have a good sense. For You're
1: this. good at this, by the way. This
0: might take more than two minutes, though, and if it does, I'm okay with it. Okay. So I'd like to have a brawl with you. Whoa. Okay. So here's here's the situation. Let me I'm down. let me lay it down for you guys. I'm
1: scrappy. I may be short, but I'm scrappy. So am I. <laughs> okay. So am I. <laughs> let's go.
0: So we have these processes here in cardo ventures mm-hmm. and one of them is this concept that buck has talked about a little bit which is the need for a brand house yes which is very client facing language yeah and then it's like the dual it's buck's brand house yes. and natalie's mission vision values for the company
1: for the company yeah, so culturally the, speaking the
0: businesses that we work with have these two different frameworks sure and so and there's a lot of
1: similarities in them.
0: There is a lot of similarities. Yeah. But there is not a good like, what do you use one for
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the other?
1: So think of a corporation. Okay. This is how I describe it.
0: We we're brawling. You're not trying to teach me something right now. Okay. But
1: Oh, I'm gonna give you my You're like position. fighting, you're
0: fighting for your life right oh, now. This is me, the debate. This let is let the 2020 Buck v Natalie all out. Something. Let
1: me tell you why. Debate of the year. Your mission statements suck. Let me tell you why the brand house is Uh, God's uh, uh,
0: house.
1: uh, 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 uh. Okay, this is it. Ready? (laughs) The brand house is specific to marketing. It does not play a cultural role in the corporation. There are no fun picnics inside the brand house, right? Okay. The brand house is you touch a consumer touch point like a tweet, Mm -hmm. a Google review, a, a YouTube video, uh, a reply to an email in a marketing in a marketing email right or a sales function okay you're filtering all of your tones, the way you act, the way you look, the way you feel through that brand house. okay I believe a mission statement extends. To everyone, including marketing sales, finance operations, HR, janitorial services, like the culture of the business mm-hmm. is like the mission statement. That is as a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. Now, I've noticed at working with these businesses, mm-hmm. when you get down to the bottom of the brand house, there's something called brand pillars. Yep. That are like, uh, they're, they're sort of they're mini mission statements as to like service first, right? They're like uh their action statements okay. of like how you would behave. Yep. And I see a lot of the mission, vision, values, I see them coming into the brand pillars. Mm. And that and that's totally fine. I think mm-hmm. if there's over there should be overlap. I think if there's not overlap in them, then you clearly have a disconnect between your cultural office and your marketing. Approach.
0: Maybe it's maybe it's just Oh, Oh. time's
1: up. Whatever you want to say. (laughs) Wow. This
0: really is just like the debate. Uh, uh, Who's going to moderate? Who's going to tell me to shut up right now?
1: I'm going to tell you. You've got lots of... Natalie, listen, I'm doing my best impression. Maybe you're going to succeed at this debate. Maybe you're not, but most likely not. Okay?
0: (laughs) Your trunk is actually really (laughs) solid. I've been working on it. I think that... If well, you should stop we... thinking. You should
1: know. <laughs> okay. You know, a lot of people think, but you should be knowing.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Buck <laughs> okay, twenty twenty.
1: Okay.
0: I think we should have further conversation about this. I agree am with I invited you. back? Well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see okay. what we'll we'll see what the people think. <laughs> That's no. you guys are no going no. to be the people that decide if Buck can come back.
1: Guys, come on! Can you Instagram Natalie Workman and let her know that I should be back on this program, please?
0: I like that. See, I think I'm that's, just promoting
1: your Instagram.
0: I, I think that's great. That's I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not even going to sell my side of the argument because we can settle it on the next time. What
1: did you have a big stake in the ground that you wanted to put that the Brand House should not share?
0: The only place that they are in conflict, to your point, yes. I'm agreeing with you. Yes, that they one did is marketing. I am agreeing with Buck. Buck is correct. <laughs> one is for marketing <laughs> initiatives and yeah. running that filter, and then the other is for the people filter. Mm-hmm. I think where there becomes conflict, and we okay. saw this like kind of percolate a little bit a okay. week or two ago, okay. is when you're meeting somebody new. Yes. Which framework. A customer. Is, well, but that's the that's the thing. You don't know if they're a customer or a potential team member. Like you're just like. You're, Marketing doesn't you're out touch there. a team member. No, no, but here's the deal. So yeah. here's the situation.
1: Okay.
0: I show up to a networking event. I'm going to go to one tomorrow. Okay. Do I say the Cardone Ventures brand house oh. when i meet meeting the big idea or do I say no. the mission statement? mission statement. Interesting.
1: Because uh, the brand house mm-hmm. is actually an internal-only document. You should never use the brand house externally. It is a resource guide internally. So, for instance, Nike's brand house
0: mm-hmm.
1: to uh, inspire innovation – to every athlete in the world, this is
0: their big idea. That's
1: their big idea in the brand house. You never you hear "just do it." Mm-hmm. You hear uh, uh, everybody is an athlete. Like you hear all of these externals, but you don't hear their internal brand house. However, if you if you buy shoes, look at an ad, correspond with them through DMs or on tweets,
0: mm-hmm. or watch
1: a television commercial, you feel their brand house embody all of those. Touch points.
0: I feel like that just settled it after all of these you know, months of us having like this natural conflict. <laughs> I'm glad we had this Brandon discussion. like will use the brand house big idea as the thing that he role plays with many that people. That happened. That happened. And it's the wrong. It's the wrong. We need to just like do some.
1: Hard to correct him in a group of 50 people though you when know... he starts to go the other like the mission vision. On Every once side. in a
0: while I choose to make that choice. Didn't do it. Yeah, that wasn't the right time. It was... I tried. I was like... It was, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those undercover... You know, there's a lot of undercover things. Buck, (laughs) we... Here at Workwoman are so thrilled that you joined us. I'm thrilled. Do you this have any career highlights? final book. party? Are you going to put this on your resume? Can I? Can you put it on your second slide of your 10x360 presentation where you explain yes. your work history?
1: Milestones and achievements yes, in my life. Yes,
0: Workwoman 2020.
1: I starred on Workwoman. Credit to executive producer William Smith, who actually had the creative idea to have me on because he values me more than anyone in this organization. Uh, Except Natalie Workman, of
0: course. I was going to say, what about, what are you trying to say right now? Do I need to fire you on camera? Is that what needs to happen? Please do.
1: Ratings for Workwoman through the roof.
0: Through the roof. Okay. Remember
1: when you fired your CMO on your podcast?
0: Yeah, and Brandon was not happy that I made that executive decision. Yikes! Not not trying to have those issues. No, don't do it. Don't uh, Buck, we appreciate you thank and you. thank you for joining thank Workwoman. You. Thank you. Until Where do I
1: follow you on Instagram? On
0: Instagram, you already follow me. But if you don't already follow me, then you should hit up at Natalie. That's N A T A L I E Workman. And there's a play on workmen because workwoman, workmen. Anyway, yeah, like some people it's don't creative. get that. I haven't, uh, I haven't changed my last name yet, so yeah. it's staying workwoman. You got to keep them. You got
1: to keep them occupied. What are
0: know? the chances that we get B Dawson to be B Workman?
1: Oh wow, <laughs> guys! I'm on that note. I'm, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: see you later. <laughs>